Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Soccer Talkers podcast. If you liked our last uh, episode, it'd be great if you guys could share it with a friend, give us a like, give us a little bit of a rating on Spotify. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Everton, Fulham, Liverpool, and Luton Town. Good teams there. Well, one in specifics. I mean, they kind of were shaky at best. Like One bad season doesn't talk about Klopp's class that he's going to have this season. Exactly. One bad season, just like Chelsea. One bad season. We shake it off the we shake it off the rust and Pochettino gets us back on track and you know we're practically just another Liverpool. I don't think we should be considered a, a Chelsea type team right now. We got top five. We got top fifteen. That's nothing to nothing to talk about. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into Everton here. I mean, fantasy relevance is here for sure. Jordan Pickford is their top point getter. Ended up with 118 points this season. Uh, he's pretty good for uh, penalty saves, as we saw at the end of the season when he had, uh, I think it was, I think it was against Fulham. He had like four different penalty takers on his water bottle, and it showed which way they like to go. He's smart when it comes to pens. So I mean, you got to you got to respect the game. But he was he not tied for top point getter with a Wobie? I thought I see a Wobie with 102 here. And I see Pickford with one one eighteen. I see, I on see him my both fan tracks app. One seventeen with fan tracks. One seventeen. <laughs> on fan tracks, I got one oh two. That's weird. That's okay. Either way, I think they're both the players that got the most points. I have White McNeil having more points than a Wobie. He had one twelve. I have him at one oh three. Some wild stuff oh, yeah. going on here. <laughs> Breakdown is not going well early. <laughs> That's okay. Let's just run through it quick with Pickford still. Um, he's kind of like a David Rea to me. You can take him in the later rounds. He's definitely going to be a guy that will play 38 games. Uh, There's no one coming in his place. No. I mean, they lost Begovic. They just they got, they got didn't re-sign his contract. I don't know if they even have a, a relevant backup goalie on the, on the roster right now other than Pickford. All I saw was Beg, and I know Beg is gone. Yeah, so, uh, Pickford's, Pickford's I, playing every game. Definitely like a young guy is probably coming in this season for it. Uh, Dwight McNeil, again, guy was great last season. I mean, I'm a big fan, he, Burnley boy. He was game to game, my opinion. I mean, he had seven goals and three assists. He would he would light up a game and then next game not be there. He was kind of hit and miss. He was hit and miss getting on the field, though, too. That's true. I am a big fan of Dwight, though. I think that... Once the uh, the absence of Gordon came out, and it was apparent that Gordon was not the answer, and uh, Sean Deitch came in. I mean, Lampard was not the answer as well. Lampard is never the answer. He is never <laughs> the answer. Uh, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Dwight McNeil. Uh, I think that he's got. He's if anyone's going to take a step forward here, I I think it's him, for sure. I can see Iwobi also having a pretty solid season again. He's one of their most, like, consistent players. I know, but he's 27. He won't play. I think he's going to struggle to get game time with Dan Juma coming in from loan. Yeah. Iwobi plays more in the middle, middle of the park. I mean, you still got Deli Alley. At, yeah. And he's going to struggle to get his form back. I don't even know if they're planning on keeping him either. I saw something with him linked to Betashikis, but I wasn't certain if it was... Uh... That's where he lo- went loan, right? Oh, oh, was it loan? I think I he was on I there. I was going to be a full-time. 
transfer potentially, but he was on there half of last season, on loan. Oh, well, I mean, there, there it goes right there. He could, he could go back. Yeah, I could see it. I could see them making a permanent deal. But yeah, those are the three guys in the top, and then the guy that just came in, just talking about him, was Dan Juma. He ended up with ninety-one points. I mean, he's kind of Tottenham's reject a little bit. Yeah, I I felt like he could have potentially got more points. He should have plugged in on the field a lot more. He's a talented young guy still. I mean, he's fantastic in La Liga. Yeah, I wouldn't count him out for sure. I don't. I didn't have his stats right in front of me right now, but. I don't know if you have him on no, there. I don't have them either. I know that he was, quite frankly, when he did play, he was he was very serviceable. And he ended up this season with only one goal. One goal, nine games played, no assists. I mean, it's weak. It's not great. The most he played in one game was 65 minutes. That was against Brentford. They ended up losing 3-1. The I game d- that he scored was against Bournemouth. Yeah. I do think that he'll be a better option than gordon was to be honest because i think gordon is a bit overrated yeah i don't see him even cracking that newcastle lineup no i don't either i think that it's the young english player you know that all those young english guys they they get over touted they're the the i think it is in the thing with newcastle is they bought him after think like watching watching gordon play for everton he would beat players yeah, he was the man. He was the only one that they relied on for a while. He was their top goal scorer before he left. But the problem with, like, I found that he was so hit and, and, and like, hit and miss and inconsistent with putting the ball in the net. Yeah. I mean, the guy only finished the season with three goals on on Everton. And he was their top scorer. That's, that, that, that's how bad they were. I mean, he played half the season there. 16 matches. Three goals. I mean, Dwight McNeil ended the season with seven. If you want to look at their top score, it was Mr. Dwight. And then we had the unsung hero in uh, Decore with five. At CDM. And you, you know what? Decore is one of the guys, even when he was on Crystal Palace, he would sneak a goal. He's the kind of guy that you kind of want on your fantasy team because you know that he's going he's he's to be willing to put the ball on net. He's kind of like Rodri in terms of center mids that like shoot the ball randomly. Mm-hmm. And they always have a banger that comes out of nowhere. Oh, I agree with that. I mean, Calvert-Lewin was disappointing. Yeah, he's injury-prone. Gets injured for once a season. I mean, he still ended the season with 81 points, even though he missed the majority of the season. Uh, he has the potential to be good. He just he can't hold his... He can't just stay fit for a season. I, I, he can I'm have a, a bit of a fan. bounce back. I'm a big fan of him, though. And I, I, I there's going to be goals to be had here. And quite frankly, Calvert-Lewin had two goals and an assist... He ended up playing 17 games. He's, It's got to have positive regression. Like, the guy is going to only... I think the guy has eight goals in him this season. If you take him as your third striker, you're not unhappy with that. You're going to get him in the later rounds. You're, you don't have to rely on him week on week. He can be a bench guy for you. You play him with a matchup. Yeah, depends if he gets injured. I mean, I don't know if he's still injured right now. He, I, I do agree. He is an knock. okay third striker if it comes down to it. Or even like if he doesn't get drafted, because I could also see him not getting drafted. And just pick him up on the and waiver someone wire? someone could I, pick him up on the waiver wire if need be. I think that that... I, I, I don't know, man. I have a weird feeling that he would... I don't think he'll slip out of the draft for sure. 
he's one of those guys that will stay in and definitely push top 11, top 12 striker in the Prem, I think. Yeah. Another another player who can get you goals, surprisingly, is Tarkowski. He is actually would be my main pick here for uh, Everton. If you wanted a player to pick, he would be my man. When it comes to corners, he's such a threat. Not even that. It's just He's so good at defending. He's an aerial ball like threat all the time. They lost Yuri Mina this year. Like someone has to take in the middle of the pitch. Yuri Mina's like he's not great. Okay, Yuri Mina was not good anyways. Mason Holgate is still there. He's young. He's pacey. Ben Godfrey's took a step this year as the left back. See, Sheamus on the right is I think it's not going to happen. I think no, that he's kind of falling out of that. It. He'll stay as like a captain. He won't play as much, but he'll be that dressing room. Their second captain left, too, Tom Davies. Oh, that's true. They didn't resign his contract. Yeah, I don't even... I think their vice is Pickford. I'm sure he'll end up being the captain this year. That, yeah, for most of it. I, I I can't see anyone really taking the armband from him. Uh, keep going through with it. I know they lost uh, Moise Keane. He went back full uh, full transfer to uh, Juventus. So... I think he was one of their better center backs, to be honest. No, that's Michael Keane. I'm talking Moise Keane, the striker. Oh, Moise Keane. Yeah, he didn't really crack the lineup a whole lot. No. But, I mean, the depth in the striker role is really gone. Like, they lost Sims, who was a guy that came off the bench a lot. They don't really have, like, without Calvert-Lewin, maybe you slot Dan Juma through the middle of the park. But he can play that role. He's played it before. I, I Someone's going to put the ball in the net for this team. It's just a matter of... They they even have who? Damari Gray, don't they? Um, That's a great question. I don't think that he's there anymore. I think Damari Gray left. I think he left last season. He's on the team this, as of last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. No, he's there. He's a winger. I don't. Damari Gray is kind of... He kinda... can slot in the middle if he needs to, but he's better on the wing. Damari Gray, though, he... I feel like he was always rostered and just... You didn't... You were upset when you played him. He ended up with four goals, one assist. Yeah. To me, that's not horrible when you're playing without a striker. I mean, he's a midfielder, though. He's a clog in your midfield spot. Yes. You're not going to have him as... You're Wait. only going to probably play three, four mids a week. Unless you're really hurting. He could be a good option for your last pick for a midfielder. I mean, yeah. I, I, you could see him being more of an offensive threat, for sure. Like, he, uh, someone like Dwight McNeil is going to be a midfielder as well. He won't be up to pitch like... Like Damari Gray. No, Damari Gray loves to attack. I also think Damari Gray attack. is set piece taker. Yes, some of them, I believe. Because I know Dwight took a little bit. I think if Howard Lewin's in, he takes pens. Yes. For sure. 100%. Um, someone that we didn't talk about that's came over from Villa, Ashley Young. You know, there's another left back that's coming through. Elderly man, little talisman. A good dressing room man right there. Probably won't play a whole lot. I mean, it, the service from the back can end teach some good. players and things. He's a he's as talented on the ball. Yeah, I mean when he was on Aston Villa, he, he was playing over Digne, which is, quite frankly should never happen. But yeah, he he could be he could be a good good player, good depth player for them. They don't normally have a lot of depth. They also have Nathan Patterson, who I think could have another breakout season. Like he started to play really well. He was one of their shining lights in their youngsters. He's 21 now, the young uh, Scott, the Scottish kid. I, the thing with him is he's he's not a great defender. I, I feel like he gets caught out a lot 
and he he likes to push the pace. He's and he's quick. I mean, he's a quick kid, but I I find that he's constantly caught out on those wings. And like in the Premier League, you're you're versing players that are elite on the wing. Like you're not the odd the odd team like maybe a Burnley, maybe the maybe Luton Town. I mean, those those kind of teams they can't expose you as much as the rest of the league will. And I just I think Patterson is kind of the kind of guy that will sit back, learn from Ashley Young, learn from Seamus Coleman, take that extra year, and then take the step forward. I don't think that he's relevant this year at all for fantasy. I don't know. I might have to hold your word to that. Might see where that goes. He will, I can see him having a bigger season. I, I can't see him even cracking the lineup. I see Everton as a whole having a way better season than last year. Because I have them finishing in 13th. I have them at 16th. So I have them right around they finished last season. And I think they only got worse. To be perfectly honest. Eh. They didn't make any transfers to make themselves better. They got Dan Yuma. Yeah, they lost Townsend. I mean, there's a depth guy. They lost Begovic, another depth guy. They lost Tom Davies, depth guy. They lost Eric, uh, They lost Gordon in January, of course, but I mean, I, that's I be- another guy. I believe in Dyche. I think like he had, a, he had a full season to work with this team now, and he can actually push them to be better. Sean Dyche's method is win one nothing. It works. And if they don't get the goal, all they do is invite pressure the entire game. It's like Mourinho ball. Yeah, and it doesn't work out in the Prem. I mean, it worked for one season. Then yeah, we'll see. you see him on United. I can it's... see them pushing mid-table. Oh, I don't know. I'm also I'm, I'm looking for Onana to take that step forward. I think that if, if we're talking anyone in that midfield that's going to come through, the, through that middle of the park and take that extra step through, I think Onana's the guy. He's another young guy. He is very young. I mean, younger than I thought. I thought they were a lot older than they were. But this they, is a young team. He's I mean, twenty-one. They, they, as they well. lost Connor Cody. He, uh, I'm pretty sure on Wolves now, isn't he? Connor Cody, or did he end up going to Fulham? I can't quite remember. I don't remember exactly where he went. I know he. I know he's not on the team anymore. Connor Cody did leave, one hundred percent. So there's another older depth guy in that center back role that's no longer on the team. Yeah, I mean, they still have... I think they got Guayhi back. Oh, yeah. Center midfielder. He's older. He's He was on... Right. He got loaned out to uh, PSG, the, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, somewhere in the French League. I think that's where it was. Yeah, I mean, it's not a lot of right home about. Michael Keane's the kind of guy for a defense that, you know, he might get sporadic minutes. He's good for a goal or two. Uh, but, yeah, this is a young team. A young, young team, for sure. And That's why it's such a question mark when it comes to the table. Another defender that we're not talking about that uh, the young Ukrainian left back. Oh, McLanko. McLanko. I could I could see him taking more of a starting role than Patterson. Uh, yeah, he plays the left side, and I think Holgate will play that right side. That could be true, but I, I do I do agree with McLanko. He's a great player. He could he could have a good season. Uh, you know who was actually really disappointing was Neil Mope. He came in in January. You know, Calvert-Lewin was injured. Yeah, the spot was hit for his for the taking, pretty much, and just I never rated him too highly. It just didn't correlate. I don't think. I, I, the thing is with Everton and that offense, they just they weren't a co- like a cohesive unit moving up the pitch. Even on Brighton, I never thought he was that great. At least on he Brighton, he would put the ball in. in the net, though. Yes, but 
I knew that that signing was not very good from the start. Neil Mopay had one goal last season. Yeah, that's 27 that's matches abysmal. played. That's that's abysmal as a it's striker. In, it's almost embarrassing. I'm going to run through the points here quick. Talked earlier, Pickford, 118. Someone you should definitely be trying to roster on your squad. McNeil, I got him at 103. Owobi, 102. Both guys you should be getting maybe off the fantasy, off, off the free agent wire. Like, there's no reason for you guys to be drafting any Everton pieces other than Pickford. I mean, yeah. Dan Juma, if you want a flyer. Calvert-Lewin, if you want a flyer. And uh, Tarkowski. I mean, that's about it. Otherwise, you're looking at these guys for streaming options when they're playing a rough team like a Sheffield. I don't see drafting them in the top eight rounds. Oh, Maybe Pickford in the eighth round. I mean, it really depends on how, how deep of uh, of a league you're in. I mean, we're in a 10-team league. Which is pretty deep for a Premier League. Oh, it's very deep. and That's uh, a lot of players gone. Some people are going to be even in a 12-team. And you know what? If you're in that 12-team league, you want just players that are going to be in the starting 11. And at the end of the day, if you end up getting a Damari Gray, then at least you know you got a solidified player that's in that midfield of in your midfield on your fantasy team that will be playing uh, a striker position. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to take the chances, those deeper leagues, by all means, draft Everton players. If you're in an eight-team league, whatever you do, avoid the players. Pickford is about the only one you can take. There's many. There's many players you can take in an eight-team league. There's so many better players. So our consensus ranking for Everton, we have them at 15. Me, I said 16, you said 13. Yeah, you're welcome for bringing you up. And I mean, they are Everton. a wash club. Wish they would get relegated, but they just don't seem to don't seem to want to go down. I don't think they're going to go down. I think it's I think that they're going to will it through again. We'll see. We can move over to uh, Fulham here. You know, they finished mid-table last season. I think they're a well-managed team. Of course, I I'm a big fan of uh, Frank. Frank. That's it. It's Thomas Frank, correct? I think that's his first name. Big fan of him. I think that he came in, he had a plan, and Fulham players uh, just were attracted to how he saw the game of football, and it ended up correlating onto the pitch. I mean, you could take a look right now through their team. The number one player I have is uh, Harry Wilson with 129 points. I mean, and that's mainly because Mitrovic with the red card. I mean, that really hurt him. Yeah, he was out for 10 games. Don't touch a ref. Yeah. He'll be out for half the season. I mean, Mitrovic points-wise was so good. He takes pens. He gets he wins headers in the box. He's so good like as a target man. Like but they might be losing him this year, which could hurt them a lot. That's I I'm if I'm reading this correct, I think Mitrovic had 14 goals. And one assist. I mean, he was the he was the beacon. That, they just hit the ball at him, and he put it in the net. That is the man that you want for sure if you're looking at a team. I mean, like they said, I, I saw some news with uh, Mitrovic saying that he wasn't going to resign. I don't know if it was a contract dispute or what's going on. I know that he's linked with Saudi heavily. Uh, they just brought in Jimenez from the Wolves. He, he, I don't think he's quite the player Mitrovic is. I don't think he'll be able to do that, but he'll, he, I could see him getting ten goals if he's the starting striker. Was Jimenez injured most of the season though? He was injured a good chunk of the season. Cause you know what, like Jimenez ended with the season with 54, 56 points. Uh, 
that Wolves team was hurting. They didn't have a ton of service. Pedro Neto was out. I mean, Mitrovic had service here on this Fulham team. He did. Decadori, uh, oh my goodness, I'm going to butcher his name. Decadori Reed, is that his name? Yeah. I don't know how to say it, Perret. I know. Or is it Harrison Reed that you're thinking of? Nope. He's the winger. It's like Decadori. Bobby DeCorda. Yeah, that's the man. Cordova Reed. Yeah. Like, he, he was disappointing. But I think that he's the kind of guy that can blow past people on the wing, and it, it's going to only help them. Well, they got that young American wingback who's good at throwing the ball in. Oh, Robinson. Robinson. He's, he's quite good, honestly. He's a fantastic player. I had him in for part of my fantasy league, and he got me assists here and there. And I mean, they're not too horrible defensively, so he did get me some clean sheets. Oh, yeah. I mean, Harry Wilson ended the season with two goals, three assists. Uh, that Carlos Viniscus, the backup striker they had, he, he was no slouch either. He had five goals, two assists. I mean, this whole team pretty much pulled their weight when it came for strikers. Even yeah. Manor Solomon four goals Tottenham man now that's true I mean I, I did see that he ended up getting uh, sold over there uh, I another uh, really good uh, left back I think he plays like a left wing back is Mbabu he's the Swiss left back he came from uh, I think he came from the from Basel in the uh, Swiss league last year he ended up playing only 144 minutes but he his he had one game started with an assist I mean in my opinion, that's someone that they should be looking to push into the lineup more. I mean, this Fulham team with Robinson is great. Tim Reed's on his way out. That he's the, I think he's the backup captain for this team, the center back, the American center back. And uh, even Tete. Yeah, Tete's a good player too. Yeah, Bobby Reed. That's what I'm thinking of. I, I love I love his game. I think that he's someone that translates on, into the onto the field well. And uh, same with Willian. They re-signed Willian. That's something that I think's huge. Yeah, he's he's always a good player. Like he's still fast for his age. He can put the ball in the net. He's got some great dribbling and like creation. He had five goals and five assists. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a good season. I mean, look at this team. Mitrovic if Mitrovic doesn't resign, goals are gonna be tough. He had fourteen of them. I mean he made up more than half of Fulham's uh goals for the season. I yeah. mean even like Polina, I, I have a weird inkling that Polina is linked with uh, teams like Liverpool and also teams like City because, you know, he's very well. He's, he's, and he he's holds defensive. the middle of the park very he's defensive. well. He's defensive. He's like Rodri, but not quite the class, but he's he's on close to that level. He so plays his hardest. If we look at these, we got Wilson. He had 129 points. I don't know why it's not showing me Mitrovic's points from last season. He must have had almost 180-something. Mitrovic? Yeah. No, he only had 93. That's it? He was out for a while. He was out for eight games. Oh, but I mean, when he was in. He was in, he was getting points. He was he was putting the ball in the net. Uh, I got Andres Pereira with 120 points, the uh, Brazilian midfielder. He was quite good in the beginning of the season. I, again, I, he linked up with Mitrovic very well, and I think that Jimenez will translate to Mitrovic's game a little bit. Like, they, I feel like they're kind of the same. I mean, Yemen is a little yeah. bit smaller, but... I feel like he could fit in. I don't think he's scoring 14 goals, but I think he could fit in well. And 
just a quick fix. The manager is Marco Silva. Marco Silva. That's it. We're thinking of um, Brentford. Brentford's manager, who yes. is also a good manager. I'm a, I'm a big fan of him too. Marco Silva. Yeah, he. I do like Marco Silva though. He was very like I like Marco Silva. It's sad that we don't know. His, I didn't know his name, but I mean, <laughs> he is a very good manager. Yes. Um, for, sorry for all the Fulham fans out there. We should have uh, known that. But yeah, going back to this lineup, we got Tete in '92. He's someone that for sure you want rostered. I mean, moves the ball up very well. He's pacey. He's going to attack other fullbacks. Uh, Burt Leno, 117 points. Great goalie to have. I don't know what it is. He came to Arsenal. Arsenal let him go for pennies on the dollar. Comes to Fulham and just makes save after save after save. I mean, they barely gave him a shot there in London. He played a year, but I think they just wanted to push the young Ramsdale into more of the starting role so they could grow his potential and his capability rather I mean, than Leno's. Leno's a guy I, I for 100% needs to be drafted. He he is a Rea. He's a shot stopper. Yeah. They're going to face a lot of shots. He did face a lot of shots. He, I think he was just a little bit less than Rea oh, for saves. Wow. And I mean, like you mentioned, uh, Anton Robinson, big fan of his game. Uh, Decadori Reed, huge. Adebayo, very good. They got Lu- uh, Lukic. I think he came from Torino in the uh, Serie A. He's yeah. a pacey uh, left mid. I-, I don't know how his game will translate. I'm sure we'll see it on the pitch come week one. I think they're versing Everton. So it will give these Fulham lads uh, quite a bit of, you know, time to have the, the ball. I think that they're going to be a possession team. I don't think they're going to be pushing the pace on teams. Uh, Diop ended up with only 17 points. I mean, not much to say about him. Tom Carney, their captain. I mean, I think he's 33. He's someone that you like on the ball. He's the kind of guy that can steal a goal. He's going to be 34 this year. Scored two goals. Played about a 1,000 minutes. Um... But yeah, like again, it's the Mitrovic effect. Yeah, it's whether he stays or not. I mean, if they could find a way to have both Mitrovic and Jimenez play off each other, that's some big target men right there. Go to two strikers. No one does that anymore. And the problem is though, I don't think they'll be able to do that. They have too many wingers on this team to have a two striker formation. That could be true. But it's also Portuguese. You never see a Portuguese manager playing two strikers. Yeah, I don't. I also don't think Jimenez will be able to play every game. He is 32 years old. I mean, well, how old is Mitrovic? He was 30, he's going to be 34? Mitrovic? Or is he young? He's younger than you think. Really? I'm pretty sure he's only 28. Oh, my goodness. He see, the Serbian seems like an older guy. Everyone, that's that's the biggest thing. He is 28 years old. That's wild. Everyone thought he was in his 30s, like, even two years ago. That's wild to me. That's crazy. I mean, they Man still got the age. young Brazilian. Carlos Viniscus, he's someone that you should be taking flyers on, I think, too. Marco Silva, by the end of the season, was a big fan of him. They liked him. They were playing him. Uh, if, if you're going to look at value here, for sure, I mean, Jao Polina, he, like we just said, great player, tough to pick. Yeah, he's doesn't too defensive. Translate. Doesn't translate to... He uh, might get an assist here and there. He doesn't shoot a crazy amount like he's not gonna be getting a lot of goals he finished the season with three goals i mean yeah you're not it's not somebody you want to rely on he is on. big so maybe corners that's might be the only time he gets some goals in 
Harry Wilson, someone you should definitely be looking at. Andres Pereira, like we mentioned, Burt Leno. And then I'm a, still a big believer in William. I think that having William on your team, he's the kind of guy that will score set pieces. Even Wilson can take set pieces. He's good at them as well. This, this team is is a very much so high mid-table, in my opinion. I have Fulham finishing 12th, but... So do I. I mean, you could interchange him with Brentford. I mean, the two of them, 11 and 12, like, I, I see I see that realm of possibilities. Can I see them being higher than 12th? Of course. Uh, I think the floor for Fulham is 12th. I don't think they get much lower than that. My reason for having them 12th is losing Mitrovic. And we don't even know if he's gone. If he stays, I think I could see them getting a little bit higher. Not too much higher, though. Our consensus has him at 11. I mean... It's not far from what we're saying. 10 or 12. We both said 12. We got him at 11. And, I mean, uh, it's it's tough right now. It's tough to say anything because last season we saw what happened with Chelsea. We saw what happened with Liverpool. We didn't think Arsenal was going to be such a boom. We also didn't see Newcastle getting all the Saudi money in. You know, so, I mean, you can kind of look like a fool real quick. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that Fulham, is, there's goals to be had here. There's value to be had here. And I also saw a link with Salisu from Southampton. He would be a pretty big bring-in to uh, replace that Tim Reed spot. Yeah, I mean, eh, there's a lot of Southampton players that have been leaving and questionable about leaving. Like, Ward-Prowse is still in there. Lavia is still in there. He's fantastic. He could go to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Never know. There's so, many, there's so many players on this Fulham team, though, that you need to have rostered. And we're talking from Jimenez... To Bobby Reed, Harrison Reed, uh, Jao Polina, uh, Robinson, Tim Ream, Viniscus, William, Tete, Leno, Andres Pereira, Harry Wilson, all should be rostered. Uh, where should you be taking these guys? All mid table. They're in the, the late fifth to early eighth round. Any one of these guys, you could take your number on. And I mean, if you, Mitrovic is still out there, I think Mitrovic is a fourth round pick. He is a the kind of striker that will get you double digit goals, and there's not a whole lot out there right now. Yeah, I think he'll be if if he's confirmed to be staying, he's he's a value pick. Oh, for sure. I mean, Ivan Carvalho, Carvalho, he's uh, coming back. He was on loan, correct? I know that he should be back on the roster this year, and uh, he's got a lot of pace in him. So, I mean, yeah, he he was someone last season that, I mean, looked great throughout the games, and I guess it just Marco Silva didn't see him in the plans, ended up getting transferred. But, I mean, that's someone also we could be looking at for sure coming through here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess we'll let you take over here because, you know, you have Liverpool. more about Fulham? I got nothing more about Fulham, man. Uh, we're, we're beating a dead horse on Fulham. Team that could potentially win the title this year. We're going to talk about Liverpool. Making some fantastic signings this year to f- solve that midfield problem. Zobasly? I think Zobasly will have a... Like, he is a great player. He is so... He's that creative player. He's got that burst and speed. He can score. He can... He, He's got that De Bruyne-esque passing. Oh, you, say, you can't compare him to that already. De Bruyne-esque passing. I'll, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting to enjoy watching them. Ah, uh, the thing with him is to me, 
is he came from the German League. We know what happens from the offensive position in the German League. Yeah, Bobby Firmino. Don't no. I'm I'm not even one feeding, of the Liverpool greats. Into this. One of the Liverpool greats came from Hoffenheim, and he just lit up the league. Became one of the best top three ever in the Prem. I can't feed into this. I I have I have a weird feeling that Zobislai will end up as a decent play like a decent player for fantasy. Don't get me wrong. I mean he's on Liverpool. They're gonna find goals. That's what they do. But De Bruyne esque. Come on. He's not De Bruyne. I'm not saying he is De Bruyne, but he's got that spark in his passing that I see. I mean, look at who they lost. They lost Firmino. Firmino was eleven goals, four assists. I mean, there's a lot of contributions to be had from him. You guys are losing Jordan Henderson. He's he's out. Confirmed. Potentially losing Thiago. I think it's more so Fabinho at this point now. And Fabinho. Nabi Keita's gone. They didn't re-sign Oxlade-Chamberlain. You guys loaned out Carvalho. Reese Williams is loaned. Milner's gone. I mean, you have a lot of depth missing from the squad now. Now it's time for people to like Bajetic to step up and... Uh... Continue it where he left off halfway through the season before he got injured. I think he's a fantastic player. He's very young, but I think he grew a lot last year, and he has potential to grow again this year. Someone that was a little bit disappointing to me was Van Dyke. Van Dyke had an off season, but he had one off season. And he got branded as bad center back in one off season, but it's not only his fault. Of course not. I mean, he only finished the season with eighty points. They struggled with injuries. We did all season long. I mean, at one point, you had Henderson and Fabinho as your center backs. I mean, you can't be winning matches like that. But going to the positive notes, I mean, Salah. You can't you can't avoid him. You, you love him. You can't, it's tough to hate man. him. I mean, the guy finished the season with 19 goals and 12 assists. And that was considered an off season for him. And you know what? If you're, if, if you're in the first round here, do you take him first again? Like, that that's, I mean, other than Holland, of course. I, it's tough. It's tough because you saw Holland and you noticed that he got freaking 30-something goals. But Salah's the kind of guy that will get you double-digit goal, double-digit assists. That's yeah. a value. That's such a valuable asset to have in fantasy. Like You, you almost know he's going to get you the points you want. He's a cheat code. He's a literal cheat code. And from the wing, too. So, I mean, he is a forward on fan tracks. Yep. So... You do still only get the fantasy points from as a forward, but I mean, we're as you're looking at it, it's tough to shake your head at this Liverpool team. I mean, all the way down from Salah, you still got Trent. The guy ended with 136 points. I mean, as much as I like to shit on him a little bit as a defender, now, offensively wise and for fantasy, now if we're talking about prime passing. That man right there is our best passer in the team. I mean, it. it I can't question him. I can't question him. He only had two goals last season. I mean... As a right back, that's As a right good. back. But I feel One like... One of them was a nasty free kick. He's the kind of guy that will sneak five goals in and still end up with double-digit assists. Yeah, he gets assists. He takes crazy. the contributions. He, 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 I don't know what it is. He just knows how to pick a pass. He's going to be on set pieces. He'll take corners. I mean, again, this is another guy that's going to be going in the first round. Yeah, There's I no doubt in my think... mind. Other than Salo, that's the next person up on this team. On I this think. team, 100%. Even Andy Robinson. I mean, you could see Robinson taking a step back and letting uh, someone like Tamikas come in. I mean, I, I know Andy's going to be 
35 this season. Andy Robinson? Yeah. He's going to be 35. I don't think he's Just kidding. Old. I'm lying to you. He's going to be th- 29. Yeah. He's still got some years. He's got some years. I think he'll play mostly. You think so? Tamikas might sub in here and there. He's 20. I mean, Tamikas is 27. Robertson's 29. They're practically the same age. Someone that I'm looking to take a step forward is Jota, I think. Guy had seven goals, four assists. He's having a good preseason so far. Another guy that I want to be good is Darwin Nunes. I mean, the guy had nine goals, three assists last season. Yeah, and that was considered a flop season. There's so much talent on this team when you really look at it. Even Gakpo. Gakpo came, what, in January? Yep. And had seven goals and two assists. There's so many mouths to feed. Gakpo is almost like our new Firmino because he likes having the ball. He plays off the ball. He's a great dribbler, and he likes dropping deep to pass off the ball to one of his wingers. Now, this is the problem I have. You have Salah. You have Nunes. You have Gakpo. You have Jota. What do you do with Luis Diaz? Luis Diaz starts. You think he's going to start? He starts. He is a wonderful player. I, I drafted him last season, third round. Ended up having to drop him because he took that massive injury. He was pretty much gone for the whole season. He finished the season with four goals and two assists. Only He, he played under 1,000 minutes this season. Yep. Like, again, that's someone that you know for sure is going to get you points. He can create a goal out of nothing. I mean... That's also very true. Uh, Van Dyke, we mentioned for sure, someone that you want. Clean sheets, beautiful clean sheets. Same with Kanate. Con- uh, I think Kanate takes over that second uh, center back spot. Yes, I think he already has. I don't. Th- I can't see Matip taking much more. Matip should be used as a depth player. He is a good player. He's better when it comes to depth. He just doesn't match up well. Kanate and Verge, they fit well together, and they're just so big, and he's fast. For how big he is. Do you see someone like Connor Bradley breaking into the team this year? No. Nah. He ended the season with 54 points. Do you think it's just more because you needed him to play rather than... Yes. I think he could have a similar season of substitutions. and. I mean, you lost Oxlade-Chamberlain. He got one goal. No assists. Uh, I would say his stout here at Liverpool was disappointing. But, I mean, he won trophies. Uh, Harvey Elliott's going to come in now. And I think Harvey Elliott's going to take what he left and run with it and be much, much better. He's a good little player. Like, he can, he's good to sub off Salah if you need. Like, he can dribble. He can run. He can even play the central midfield role if you need him to. Mm-hmm. So, if we're looking at, at players here to take, first round, South Salah... Trent for sure, no doubt in my mind. If you really are, th- like, if you have a deep team, like, deep league, like we're thinking here, 10 12, Luis Diaz 100% should be in that category of, hey, I'm going to take a forward here. He's also, what's he, I'm pretty sure he was a midfielder, though, last season. Luis Diaz? I yeah. think he was forward. He was a forward? He was a forward. On fan tracks? Yeah. So, I mean, again, there's so many forwards to take that it, it, it's, it's rough. Because, you could get a good forward off the waiver wire. You know what I mean? It's tough to get those midfielders. And and that's why I'm thinking someone like uh, Tiago, if, if he's on this team still, he's someone for sure I'm looking at. To be honest, I don't, he doesn't, he's, he just, he's a box to box midfielder. He makes those passes. He, he just keeps the play flowing. Like he's more of like, he wants possession. Oh, 
I think and we're going to be pushing up the field, so I, I think his play time might hurt a little bit this year. Someone like McAllister will play because he likes pushing up the field. He likes he likes the he can play the clop ball. Totally forgot about McAllister. I mean, we talked about him on the Brighton episode with how many goals he had, and to be like to be quite frank, McAllister's going to come in. He's going to be a midfielder yep. on fan tracks. He is the guy you should be targeting on this Liverpool team in the later rounds, a hundred percent. Like the points that you can get as a midfielder are so valuable like it's it's world it's it's world beating having someone like a de bruyne that can squeak out like six to ten points a week just just feeding the ball to Haaland. like <laughs> it's it's ridiculous and McAllister's the kind of guy that i think will be able to get eight and eight kind of season especially on this liverpool team i mean someone's got to put the ball in the net that uh firmino left and i mean Obviously, you see Darwin, and you think Nunez should be able to take that step forward. I mean, he missed some pretty I, easy chances. I think Nunez and Gakpo are going to fight for that center role. Nunez can push to the wing if need be, but I think Gakpo will start the season for sure. So you he, think Nunez is going to be a bench guy? At the beginning, yes. And I think he could work in his way to being that starter to earn his role. This is the problem when you get to these tough teams like this. Yeah, there's so much value. That you, you don't want to stack too many players. You know what I mean? You don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. We do our league. You can only have three players uh, from each team uh, per team. So, like, if you have someone like a Sala Gakpo stack, that's two forwards right there that you're really focusing only on one game. And uh, I'm not a huge fan of getting the double stack in the same position from a team. Yeah, it, it can it can hurt you a little bit from week to week. If that team has a bad week offensively, like they play a, like Liverpool plays City and they struggle to score or something like that, and I mean everyone has a lot off of weeks. Points. You never know. Like Luton Town could come in here, just like when uh, Leeds came up. Leeds ended up putting four past Liverpool in week in the first week, and they ended yeah. up taking a four four draw. Like like you never know when these young these young explosive teams come from the uh, the championship. It, it's just a tough pill to swallow that's why it's the best league in the world is it's so unpredictable for sure and i mean if you're gonna stack any position it's got to be defense like if you get a trent and a van dyke on your team and you get clean sheets Having you're gonna be eating points trent to me is the most valuable player defensively on this team because he plays every he had the most minutes i'm pretty sure in this entire team last year out of anyone and then other than allison other than allison yeah sure because allison plays every game of course. Another guy that we should be talking about, Allison. He's a second or third round pick. Or second or third round. The, the best goalie in the league by far. By a lot. And it's sad that he had an off season last season. They put they let the ball I wouldn't even say he had an off season. I, mean, I, I say he his defense in front of him failed him. It failed him. And and he did what he had to do. He still made a lot of saves. He's he just had to make a lot more harder chance saves. You drafted him to be the best goalie? And you only got 87 points. So, I mean, fantasy-wise, he was disappointing. Yeah. As yeah. a player... 149. He was the third-best goalie. Did he actually have 149 points? 149. I think De Gea maybe Goodness. got more. He made some pen saves as well. That's wild. And Nick Pope had a lot. I don't know. I, 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 find, him, I find him to be disappointing. Like, you draft him to be the best... He needs to be the best. That's the problem when you pick these goalies. Zobasly, you're going to take him in the later rounds. I think he goes in the first four <coughs> rounds. 
You think so? Yes. Do you think he plays over McAllister then? I think they both play. So what's the formation that you, they're going to run a four three three? Four three three. Well, what we'll consists of a four three three? Who's the CDM they use this year? Fabinho. If Fabinho stays for sure, they have Bajetic as well, who can play that role because he used to play defense. Yeah, I mean, like we said, lots of value here. Definitely, definitely be seeking out uh, Trent, Gakpo, even Andy. I mean, defenders are tough to come by, and if you can get one of those top guys, you gotta you gotta keep moving forward with them. Even someone like Curtis Jones can play that center mid role. If like he he started to have a better season near the end, scoring a lot. They needed him to have a good season. Yeah, and he stepped up when he needed to. I mean, based off ranking, I have Liverpool third. I have them third as well. So that's third in our group analysis here for the soccer talkers. I mean, it's tough to think that they'll beat City. I, mean, I think we have the potential to beat City game to game. I love, absolutely freaking love Klopp, okay? I, in my opinion, think he's the best manager in the EPL. And it's a hard, it's a hard, I do I think he's a great manager. I can take some on it, okay? Pep has never managed a bad team. Why would I, you? Yeah, you know why? Because he can't. He needs to have billions of dollars at his disposal, otherwise he'll be garbage. He had the best team of all time for Barcelona, and he didn't win the Champions League. That's, that's, I, I don't know, man. I wouldn't, as the best manager in the world, I wouldn't manage a bad team if I were him. But he's not the best manager in the world. But it, it, the paper, the trophies, the everything. The trophies, he missed out on all the trophies. You're going to lose a trophy here and there. It's he inevitable. lost every damn trophy. He just got one. He just had a treble winning season with a team that I don't think would win the treble without his help. Uh, without Holland. Yeah, you're without right. Without his help. No. I don't think Holland would have that growth without his help. That team's worth almost $3 billion. What are we talking about here? Kevin De Bruyne's the best midfielder to ever play the game right now. Yes. Holland is debatably the also, best striker to have. De Bruyne was sparked by Guardiola. Like those crazy assists, Guardiola. Bernardo you, Silva is another player to shine under Guardiola. You could debate that Rodri's the best. That's another CDM. Guardiola buy. Jack Grealish is a joke. Jack Grealish turned his season around last year. Foden is a young kid that can really move the ball around well. He's learning a lot. Julian Alvarez came in, looked like a stud. They bought the the, the defense and Ruben Diaz and Nathan Ake and Akanji, Kyle Walker. They were all tout. That, that, that goaltender is horrible, okay? Ederson is a joke. He cannot play goalie. He's a glorified center back that can kick the ball decently far. Hey, he showed up in the Champions League final. Oh, I just... I, I've never hated a team and a manager as much as I hate Pep Guardiola. <laughs> Anyways, we'll come to City later on. Let's get it on. You know what we're talking you about. You got any more about... Liverpool? Draft them. The GOATs? Draft the damn players. There's so many. There's so much talent. As much as I don't want to say it, there's so much talent in that Liverpool squad. I mean, from the lengths of the wing all the way back to the goaltender, anyone in that starting 11, you want a piece of it because they're going to be getting points in bunches. Now. Now the team that everyone everyone's entering through the backyard to get in the stadium. Luton frickin' town. Everyone's clamoring about Luton Town, you know? The underdogs. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about here. We don't, we haven't really seen anything. So, it's tough to really 
break down what they had. I guess we can go over what they had in last season. I mean, let's 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 start with where you got them placed in the t- in the table at the end of the season. I have Luton in nineteenth. Yeah, I have them in twentieth. I, I see them getting wins against every team. I mean, it's just so ugly when you look at this team. Like, they don't have money. They play in people's back freaking yards. Like, how they're going to be able to sustain a budget in the in the Premier League will be shocking. Is it a, is it a glory story for them to be here? Of course. And, I mean, I, I love that the Luton fans are backing them. And I would love to see them stay up. I just can't see that happening. You know what the crazy thing is? They've made decent buys, I think. That I think can sustain them in in the league. Like they bought Kabor, he's from City, he's on loan. They got Chong from Birmingham. He, he used to be on United. He used to be good. He's a he's a championship. Uh, he's always in the championship, and I feel like he does well every year. They got Nakamaka from Aston Villa. I mean, he played a lot of minutes in those last few, like not last season, but the season prior, and he is a stout center mid. He'll be able to move the ball, I think, and. Will he be great? It's too early to tell. I mean, based off the point system here on Fantrax, they had the goaltender Shea with 117. I think this is what they're basing it off of. This is their projected points. So, I mean, they have him at 117, and that's probably because he's going to be facing so many shots this season. Yeah, he's probably getting a lot of points just off saves. I mean, that Carlton Morris... He's 27. He's the only person on this team that I think I will take because he he might put in 10 goals in a year. He ended the season with 20 goals and 6 assists in the championship. Yeah. I mean, those are what Ivan Tony did. That's what Puki did. That's what Mitrovic did. Mitrovic did double that. And when you look at these guys coming from the championship that score goals in bunches, usually they translate to at least 8 to 12 goals in the Premier League. Now, can Luton Town have the service to provide it? That's that's the real issue I'm, I'm struggling with. They, they didn't really have a talisman in the middle of the park that could move the ball like around. They have Jordan Clark. The guy finished with four assists and two goals. He's going to be 29. Uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot of uh, value here for me. I mean, I Ethan Horvath was their starting goalkeeper. I don't see season. a Luton player being picked for a long time, and I think maybe... Morris and possibly Chong are the only two that get picked in the entire draft. I mean, someone like Tom Locker, he's a Welsh center back. He's been in the Prem before. He may be able to get you some points here and there. Uh, another one is Adebayo. I, I, I honestly think that he, he finished the season with 10 points total last year. He had seven goals, three assists. Adebayo's a big guy. I mean, he's, tw- he's going to be 25. He played almost every minute. Uh, if someone's got to take that step forward, in my opinion, it's it's got to be Morris. It's got to be Adebayo. Potentially, you look at someone like um, Alan Campbell in the midfield, the Scottish 25-year-old. He finished the season with three goals and two assists. You're thinking he's in his prime 25. He should maybe take a step forward. But when you look at this Luton team, it, it, it's really tough to pinpoint where you think points are going to be coming from. I see a lot of these players being picked up off the waiver wire if they have a good week in the first week, just uh, to just 100%. to see, because I don't think I think everyone's going to be steering clear of this team. I could see myself drafting Carlton Morris as my third striker. As a third striker, that makes sense because he, there's always he has the, the one. Potential. There's always one. Yes. So I mean, you got to take your shot when it's there because 
after the first week, if he puts a ball in the net, he will not be dropped. No. I, I think that I players also, will be... Do you think he matches up to all the other third-string strikers, like Solanke or... Oh, I don't uh, even know I, who I, another third-string... I think that it will time will tell, because Luton's first match is against Brighton, okay? They're not going to have a lot of the ball. Deserby is going to just run rampant on them. And I think that this will really show us if they have the pace and the legs that can keep up in the Prem. I think it will show a lot of grit to see how they bounce back. I think they're going to lose potentially by three or four goals. So we'll be able to see how they act mentally. I think that's a huge thing. I think that is going to be a massive tell. And and if they take it on the shins in the first year, and you know what? Big deal. You get, you got, you got hammered. You know what I mean? You don't have a stadium that's worth any sort of revenue. Yeah. They don't have the money. Holland's going to be kicking the ball into people's backyards in the pool. Like, this is this is the problem. Luton Town fans, whatever you do, buy as many beers when you go to the stadium. Please. <laughs> Get this freaking team some revenue. Because I, I think they need, they're lacking someone in the middle of the park that can that can create. And I also think that they're lacking in the full the fullback and center back position. They I, I have no clue how they're gonna manage it. I mean I'm curious to see though. Definitely. I think if you're going to take anyone on this defensive line, it's it's a Kabor. He's on loan from City, like we were talking about with Pep. Like, he might be able to create a few chances on that wing side. Chong from Birmingham, I mean, he was all through United's youth system. He's, he's got to have some sort of talent moving He'll up here. He'll probably start most games. And and Carlton. Carlton Morris. That That's the man. Yeah. If you're looking at anybody on this Luton team, it's got to be Carlton Morris. And, and I honestly think Alan Campbell is someone that could, that could move forward. He's going to be 25 years old. I think that a lot of this team is going to get picked apart, though. I think they'll be relegated, and we'll see a lot of uh, Luton Town players in the Prem next season as well. Yeah, someone like Morris could go to a newly promoted team if if need be. Someone like a Norwich, because they yeah. lost Pookie. Yeah, Pookie to the MLS. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure, unless you have anything about Luton, I, I think this is going to well, wrap I'm, up the episode. I've got nothing on Luton. So uh, they're getting last. Oh, I don't think it will last. I mean, Sheffield United is still in the league. Yeah, they're also bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks for listening again. Uh, be sure to check us out on Spotify. We're gonna try to see if we can expand us on the Apple Apple Podcast or Apple Music and maybe even the Amazon uh, website. Uh, be sure to check our uh, us out on Twitter. My handle is oh at at if, at f I'm gonna cut this so it's fine. I'm just going to say thanks for listening. Check it out next week. See ya.